Hi, welcome to Psalm by Psalm. My name is Adriana, and I'm so excited to just go ahead and marvel over scripture with you. I love the Psalms, and I would just love to pray before we go ahead and dive right in. Dear God, thank you so much for your precious word and the magnificence that is found within it. I pray that as we read, that you would be with us. You tell us in your word that when two or more are gathered in your name, there you are with us. So Lord, I just surrender the day to you, whatever day we may be coming in to this Bible reading time, pray that you would forgive us of all of our iniquity. Thank you, God, that we are forgiven by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And thank you just for who you are. Please open our eyes to wonder. Please open our eyes to Jesus. And please help us to store up this word in our hearts so that we may not sin against you. Lord, more than anything, we want to fulfill your will, your eternal glory, that every tribe, every tongue, every nation um, would confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. For your glory forever and ever. Your precious name, amen. (laughs) All right, so a little bit about me. I am an English major, and I just love the intertextuality that is found within the Psalms and the stories later told in the Bible. So intertextuality is just a fancy term for the relationship between two bodies of work. So one of my favorite things about the Bible is that it is literature, and we can apply literary theory to the Bible. We can examine it just as we can any other book. And so what is so special about the Psalms is that the ones that are written by David, we can actually look into the Bible specific stories and kind of learn the context surrounding the Psalms. So I love that. And so if you wanted to read the story, um, behind or the context behind where where David's coming from you can find that story in 1 Samuel 21 10 through 15 so in that story it's basically when the Philistines captured David and Gath and so um it's a really it's a really sensitive time for David he was he was alone he was afraid he was incredibly desperate and uh, this was his prayer to the Lord so I'm excited to read it let's go ahead and read it together I am going to be reading out of the ESV translation Um, Yeah, let's go. Be gracious to me, O God, for man tramples on me all day long, an attacker oppresses me. My enemies trample on me all day long, for many attack me proudly. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you, in God whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? All day long they endure my cause, all their thoughts against me for evil. They stir up strife, they lurk, they watch my steps as they have waited for my life. For their crime will they escape? In wrath cast down the peoples, O God. You have kept count of my tossings, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Then my enemies will turn back in the day when I call. This I know, that God is for me. In God whose word I praise, in the Lord whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can man do to me? I must perform my vows to you, O God. I will render thank offerings to you, for you have delivered my soul from death, yes, my feet from failing, that I may walk before God in the light of life. Woo! (laughs) So beautiful! I'm so excited to just go verse by verse and just marvel over this scripture with you. So we begin with, Be gracious to me, O God, for man tramples on me. All day long an attacker oppresses me. 
have you been there? I've been there. <laughs> Where it just feels like every single person is bent against you. Like everything is falling apart and I'm crumbling. Maybe you haven't felt that way, but, but I have. And I just want to tell you that um, it's so common. It is so common. Goodness. Um, one of my favorite verses in all of scripture, it's in First Peter, First uh, Peter 5. It says, be sober, be vigilant for your adversary, the devil, walketh around like a roaring lion, seeking someone whom he may devour. Um, so we have to be steadfast in our faith because the same afflictions um, are happening not only to us, but to every single believer around the world. And it's by God's grace that he calls us to glory. And so we must remain faithful even in the face of adversity. And the Bible puts it pretty bluntly, like Peter wrote this in his epistle, like, the devil walks around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Like, it's pretty scary. It's enemy-occupied territory, as C.S. Lewis would say. Um, but we have the word of God to combat the schemes of the enemy, and they're so real. Um, so that's why I prayed before reading this, because prayer, if we look into Ephesians 6, that's the, the armor of God, and like how beautiful that we have armor, but... But prayer is actually mentioned so many times throughout Ephesians 6. And so I just want to, if I, you walk away with, from anything, it's just the importance of prayer and praying the word of God. Because, well, this is why. Um, when I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. In God, whose word I praise. In God, I trust. I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? The reason why we can walk in confidence is because we walk in confidence in the word of God. Knowing the word of God is so abundantly important. It tells us in the Bible that there's going to be a famine of the word of God in the last days. And so my deepest and truest desire for you and for me is that we would know the word of God, that the word of God would be on our tongues always, that we would encourage believers with this truth, that we would tell unbelievers the truth so that Jesus Christ may win them to him. I know that I became a believer in college because of a believer telling me the word of God. She wasn't afraid. She didn't sugarcoat it. She didn't she was strong <laughs> and she changed my life. Thank God for Johanna Murray. My wow. What a woman. Um, anyway, so the reason we walk in confidence is not, we don't have a blind faith. We have, we have faith based off of the truth of scripture. So um, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you and whose word I praise. And so I pray that as we walk this earth, we would walk in confidence knowing specific scripture. I am brave because it tells me right here that I can cast all my cares upon God. Um, <laughs> because... Um, because he's he's trustworthy because of who he is in the word. So, yes. Um, <laughs> moving on. What can flesh do to me? Okay, isn't that such a cool, like, brave thing to say? Like, what can flesh do to me? Yeah. I I'm being completely honest. Like, people can, can tear us limb from limb. You know, they used to feed Christians to lions. And I've, I've watched those crime shows. I know the people... They put people in blenders sometimes, you guys. Like, it's really bad. They can paralyze us. They can bruise us. But they cannot touch your soul, sweetheart. They can never, ever touch your soul. That belongs to God. And something my pastor said that really encouraged me and kind of changed my entire perspective on life is that God will more than make up for any atrocity that happens on earth to an infinite degree in heaven. And it's so abstract to think about, like, wow, the pain that we experience on earth, like, it's, it's kind of all we know, like, we don't, we don't know heaven yet, 
but I promise you, it'll, <laughs> he's going to make up for it to an infinite degree. And I'm going to tell you how he's going to make up to it because it's, it's found in Psalm 56. Um, you have kept count of my tossings, put my tears in your bottle. Is that not the most intimate picture of a loving God who cares about you and your tears? I don't cry often, but, but when I do, I hate it. My eyes burn. It feels like acid running down my face and it to know that not even a single tear is away from God like all my tears are in God's bottle they're precious to him they like he doesn't forget about them like he justice is gonna roll like a river one day I promise you um because I read it in the bible and I trust it Jesus Christ is trustworthy he says that he is the way the truth and the life and that no one is gonna go to the father apart from him and so i just like like that's so powerful like jesus christ is high above it all and he's trustworthy and so um to know that god keeps your tears so close to him be so encouraged love next time you cry know that god is god is with you not as even a single tear he doesn't see <clears throat> so um i must perform my vows to you oh god i will render thank offerings to you how beautiful that we would be compelled to fall to our knees daily and just worship God. One of the best things I ever did was realize that I can go before my knees to my father and worship him. It is um it is a discipline that I that I want to share with you and and I and I challenge you to fall to your knees before God. Declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. Pray the our father prayer. <laughs> Something to um to draw you closer to God, to show a a physical posture of humility and surrender before Jesus. Um, it'll grow your faith. At least I hope. So, another really wonderful way to end. For you have delivered my soul from death, yes, my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of life. God has empowered you to walk in the light of life. I pray that we would do exactly that. Thank you so much for reading Psalm 56 with me. I hope this was encouraging. I hope you walk away knowing that God is for you because it says it right there in his word, Psalm 56, verse 9. This I know that my God is for me. And I hope that this would be more than just a platitude. I really pray that you would know the context surrounding this. Like this was written like under persecution. So my deepest prayer is that love, when you're in, such deep persecution like god would speak this truth into you that he is for you always intervening always breaking through and loving god is active i know he is and so <laughs> i pray that you would see his activity in your life i love you so much and hopefully many more of these are to come <laughs>